the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in a visual form such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. My name is Ava Nash. My name is Ryan Fett. This is the first episode of our podcast, Behind the Paint. There's an increasing debate in the art community of what we can label as art and what art itself is. Is the dictionary definition of art actually applicable or reasonable? When picking apart the definition of art, we can see it can raise a lot of questions, especially when applying it to creative forms such as graffiti you see down the street from your local store and the abstract art displayed within white walls and museums. Art forms such as these are seen as controversial because of the debates attached to them. Is graffiti just colorful vandalism? Does abstract art even require any skill? Is digital art just a cheat code to art? Graffiti actually has a lot of stuff to consider, especially when you think about how public it is. And I totally understand if a building owner were to cover up on permitted graffiti, if I were in their shoes, I'd be kind of peeved too. But if it's a, on a public general wall or something and it's just positive and bright, I, you know, like who cares? Yeah, I think that's the biggest issue for a lot of people is the context of the graffiti. Like when the graffiti isn't officially approved or whatever, it can end up being something offensive or hateful. Even if the graffiti is just strongly political, it'll just cause tension in the community, encouraging violence or aggression. Yeah, definitely. But I also think that it's important to separate people using graffiti for vandalism and graffiti as just a general art style or form. Any sort of modern art forms that are being developed or just becoming more popular are highly debated since they're just being compared to previous more prevalent art forms. Especially when it comes to digital art, that's becoming increasingly more popular in this technology industrialized world. A huge debated topic in the whole digital art realm is whether or not it's like cheating for art since, like you said, new art mediums and styles are constantly compared to traditional art. Exactly, but you yourself are really experienced in digital art and traditional art. What was it like going from the transition to paper to screen? So when I first picked up on digital, it was definitely a weird transition. The screen was much smoother compared to paper, paper and pencil. I'm mostly self-taught because besides online videos and research. The tricks that digital art comes with are helpful, but it still requires strong previous skill and a lot of getting used to. It was almost like the program I used was actually the art medium itself. Having to learn the ins and outs of the whole system and what worked best for me, and having to figure out the whole technology aspect itself is difficult. Figuring out saving files while at risk of losing an art piece I spent hours on, which has unfortunately happened. Tech glitches and malfunctions malfunctions that can happen on regular computers still happen within digital art and can cost the loss of days or weeks worth of work. Even though it's different, I still try to treat it like regular pencil on paper. Having an undo button is definitely nice though. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely think of a few times I wish I had an undo, un, undo button too. But exactly, you still have to have basic knowledge of art principles. Balance, proportion, unity, harmony, variety, emphasis, rhythm, and movement. My seventh grade math teacher totally made me memorize those. Uh, even on top of the big eight, there's color theory, value, texture, shape, and like a billion more. I'm not even going to bother listing texture, for example. Yeah, and even if you're not learning these things in a formal classroom environment, you still learn these things through constant experience. Skills like that are something that, that's especially highly overlooked in the criticism toward, towards abstract art. I'll see a lot of people comment on abstract art that say like, oh, I could do that. And it's like, yeah, sure, maybe you could. Except are you seeing how the artist purposefully emphasized emphasize the texture of certain areas to draw your attention or how they only used a different brush stroke technique for that color plus abstract art does have a real visual to it you just kind of need to know what the artist's metaphor behind it is to understand what you're looking at also i just feel the need to mention this abstract art is a huge umbrella term for a lot more 
more specific art movements. I mean, it can go all the way from paint splatters to having a distinct subject that's clearly portrayed. Just to name a few, Dadaism, Surrealism, which is one of my personal favorites, shout out to Salvador Dali, Bobism, Neoplacticism, and in all, <laughs> all in all, the definition of art is just as fluid as art, the art itself. All in all, in my opinion, you don't have to be an artist to create art. Lots of things can be considered art, and if you put your mind to it and enjoy what you're creating, I don't think labels matter. To put my general thoughts, to put my general thoughts in a conclusion, I honestly, honestly think that attaching a solid, specific, uniform definition to something that has such a consistent fluidity isn't fathomable. The current definition of art is reasonable, in my opinion. I think the debate is simply what the word art can be applied to. While this isn't satisfying, or, while this isn't a satisfying or a defined conclusion, neither is art. Anyways, this has been the first episode of I Need to Write an Apology Letter to My Art Teacher. This is the first episode of Behind the Paint, where we discussed what can be labeled as art. Next week on Behind the Paint, we'll be exploring the evolution of art, the begging, and the growth.